Hello and welcome everybody. SF Live episode 143. This is a special one. This is a world premiere. We will be joined by Adrian Godas in a few short seconds. He is the Hefatso at Godas Research, meaning the big boss. He's the head at Godas Research. We'll be chatting with him in a few short seconds. He's calling a bottom in gold today. So with gold crashing below 1700, I'm curious to hear why and uh, what his reasoning is. I think we all need a bit of positivity positivity in our lives today. So let's, uh, let's. I'm quite excited to welcome in a few short seconds. But before we do that, make sure to follow us on YouTube, follow us on Twitter, hit that little like and subscribe button, turn on that bell notification as well. That way you get notified when we go live with another update. We do all our interviews live. That way we do have an edge in terms of information and uh, we appreciate any comment or feedback as well. Be reminded this is also an interactive format. So if you have any questions for Adrian, uh, make sure to use hashtag AskTheGodas at uh, on, on Twitter or use the YouTube chat, of course, as well. That works just as well. And uh, get your questions in. I'm sure we'll get some questions at the end of the conversation and with Adrian. Now, it is my pleasure to switch over to Adrian. Adrian, welcome to the program. How are you? Hi. Good morning in Canada. Good, mor good evening in Spain. It's an honor to be here, a uh, guy. So uh, first of all, uh, sorry to everyone for my English and Spanish. We have uh, something genetic that uh, prevents us uh, from speaking it well. I'm so sorry. Oh, it's, <laughs> oh, it's genetics. Okay, I didn't know that. <laughs> no, it's great to have you on, Adrian. It, it, it's fantastic. We've been chatting in, in, in various signal chats before, and it's great to have you on. It's a world premiere. It's your first official like international podcast that yep. you're coming on, so I'm ex excited to feature you and, and, and chat with you. Since it is the first international experience, uh, experience and uh, like interview as well, like give us a bit of a background. Like, Who's Adrian Godas? What is Godas Research? Well, uh, first, uh, I'm a senior economic uh, student in Santiago de Compostela, not Santiago de Chile, not, uh, <laughs> don't confuse. In northwest of Spain, 22 years old, I started studying and reading about the stock, ma stock markets when I was uh, 15, and about mining when I was uh, 18. Well, while I was studying the degree, I started uh, with my partner, Paco Lodeiro, while investing FM which has grown to uh, 10,000 listeners every week. It's one of the most important finance podcasts in Spanish language. Uh, totally surprised for us. It was uh, awesome. I also started uh, many other entrepreneurial uh, projects. In fact, uh, the, the, the last month uh, we created an esports company uh, focused on World of Warcraft uh, called uh, Reload Esports. So I made a lot of things, okay? <laughs> and, but the, the, mo the most important, important one uh, now is, and the main one is uh, Godas Research, where I teach uh, people how to analyze uh, mining companies. Uh, we have big weekly uh, newsletters, comments on companies. Um, that it's going very well. There are already several hundred uh, subscribers. Um, I, I will probably be remembered as the one who introduced junior mining companies in Spain. <laughs> that, that's, that's a great point. Like like Spain, junior mining. Yeah, there are some projects in Asturias and stuff, but there's like, it's not it's not too well known. Like Spain, like it, it is picking up because there used to be permitting issues as well, right? In, in, in yeah. Spain, like Asturias, I think it was Black Dragon that had a project. I might have been Black Dragon, I forgot. Yeah, um, yeah, Black Dragon. Right? That had a project out there. I know there's a potash project just uh, outside mm -hmm. of Bilbao. 
uh, or Pamplona, actually, Pamplona. Uh, so Navarra, yes. Navarra, exactly. I've been to that one actually, so I've been there a couple times. So it's quite interesting. Um, but mining is not really a big thing, and now you're Gen Z, like you're a Zoomer. So you, you're, I think you're by far the youngest person I've ever had on the podcast, which I'm quite excited about because I'm going to ask you like really weird and stupid questions, okay? Like that, that, <laughs> like, like how does Adrian do his research as a Zoomer? Like, is that any different, right? But uh, let, let's talk about first, like, how did you get into mining? You said you've been looking at it when you were 18, and as a Gen Z like investor, why aren't you investing in Bitcoin, Apple, and Tesla, and all these fancy Robin Hood stocks? No Bitcoin. No Bitcoin. Okay. <laughs> In Dogecoin. Dog, Dogecoin, new... that one, yes. Dogecoin, 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 yeah, whatever. It's like Dogecoin, like the, the <laughs> meme coin, yeah. Well, uh, why mining? Well, um, when I was 18, a well-known fund in Spain uh, had half of its portfolio in commodities. And it, it impressed me because it was uh, like in 2015. Commodities uh, collapsed. It was a totally mess in the sector. And... That impressed me, okay? I was very young, obviously, and I started to, to read. And I see it's an inefficient sector because there is information barriers. You need technical knowledge, patience. You need to know people, both investors and, and directors. Uh, there are a lot of information asymmetries. In addition, uh, you need to study the sector or have many years of experience to know which uh, managers for example, are a little shady, yep. okay? Yep. And now, who, who, are, who, who the goods are? Therefore, uh, whoever spends, spends time, talk to management and learn some geology, I think it can earn a lot of money. Last year, for example, most of the mining bros I have uh, made between 40%, 70% returns last year. That's awesome. That's fantastic. Yeah, and it's like and you're obviously based in Spain. You started Godus Research, I think, in 2020 only, um, yeah. on on the mining side. Like, how are you doing your research? Like, we were in the middle of a pandemic. Still, travel is not possible. You can't go, to, let's say, PDAC or any of the conferences. Like, how are you doing your research? That's an interesting question. Well, uh, I love read. Okay, that's uh, very important in the, in, the, in investing in general. But I really love the, to read. Um, I, may, I read a lot of reports in the old way. I talk a lot with many people, retail, professionals, fund managers, directors. Uh, we, we are in a signal group with yeah. many Canadian directors. You know what I'm talking about. So that's really, how, how do you make a real research? Talking with people and, and reading facts. Not opinions in general, not opinions, but the real facts on supply, on demand, uh, on the ideology. That's that's the real way of work. Yeah. Not, uh, I don't know, looking TikTokers or Instagrammers <laughs> for advice. <laughs> I was going to ask you, like, since you're a Gen Z like, investor, right? Like, are you looking at any of these new platforms? Like, I know that's where the crypto investors are, like on TikTok and, and, and Instagram. And like, I don't even know what's relevant anymore, to be honest. Like, I, I miss half the half the app trends, right? But uh, like, where, where are you getting your information from? Like, are you still going to Stockwatch, a website that was designed in 1995? I, I hate all that shit on Instagram or TikTok, honestly. Um, the research come from... Um, from the information is 
maybe maybe I found uh, information in, on Twitter. I spoke with that guy uh, in private with a direct message. Um, I already. The most important thing is uh, have a community, uh, a network of investors and people uh, to share ideas, um, reports of that that kind of stuff. Okay, so more actually traditional, which is really interesting, right? Cause yeah, it's, 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 like, very, it's very traditional. Because right? we do corporate I, communications, and we're trying to figure out, like, how do we reach new investors? How do we reach the new generation? And you're telling me, well, screw it. Like, we're, we're just staying on Twitter, right? Like, your Twitter I'm, is I'm probably... an anomaly. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a totally anomaly. I, 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 it's, it's very clear. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's fantastic. And let's talk about it as well. Like, you, you've got an investment podcast with over 10,000 listeners every week. Like, what do you talk about on that podcast? Like, how, how much of focuses junior mining on it we don't talk uh, too much on mining but it's more focused on interviews uh, with uh, some analysts or fund managers in spain or uh, talking about uh, i don't know like um, people send us uh, questions uh, or or we talk about uh, what did we the um, what did we do last month for example okay yeah okay all right. What are we doing today, though? That's the that's the question. And since we're junior mining, obviously we have to look at the gold price and how everything is reacting. And like it's a very volatile sector, right? It's not for the faint of heart, obviously. And gold, as I said in the intro, broke seventeen hundred today. So I think we're. It feels like we're in a world of pain today. Um, we got other commodities like copper has been outperforming gold in the last few months as well, and base metals and industrial metals in general. Uh, what are we seeing, like? Since, since you've been doing a lot of research, like give, give us an overview yeah. of what the market is looking in from your perspective right now. The market, the goal, or what? Right, like over, overall, let's, let's start with gold. And let, let's okay. talk, we, we can talk about like base metals as well, but let's start with gold because it broke at a significant like support level, it seems today, yeah. so. Okay. Uh, as the Oracle of Spain, the Oracle of Spain has spoken. <laughs> gold bottom is near or in the incoming months. Well, why? Because uh, we have a very loose monetary and fiscal policy. The other day I saw a survey uh, where 70% were pessimistic on gold. Sentiment is absolutely bearish. And why? Simply because it doesn't go up. Fundamentals, uh, you have real yields still low. Even, even with the nominal real yields uh, rising, in an absolute basis, they are still low. The dollar is weak and will continue to fall. Many investors like uh, Miller, KKR Group uh, think this the same. Inflation and inflation expectations are rising. So everything points out uh, to a flat goal, I think, in my opinion. But uh, people is taking out money from gold to buy equities and buy cryptos in this new 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 twenty roaring twenties. The biggest headwind against gold is, like I say, uh, the nominal yields uh, rising faster than inflation, and that's, that's the problem. Yeah. So the big funds are taking money out of the out of the gold market and are reallocating it in in ten year, fifteen or thirty year treasury bonds. Yeah. And what will be the bottom? Uh, I think in the end, Fed uh, will control the cure to pay uh, to stop yields uh, keep climbing, and inflation will catch up. But meanwhile, uh, gold will have a difficult time, okay. and therefore gold miners. But come on, uh, gold is a uh, one thousand seventy hundred. 
my, my bullish case uh, two years ago uh, was a uh, one thousand uh, fifty hundred. Yeah, and that's crazy. Any gold mine with decent project, obviously, uh, is printing money right now. No, it's uh, the sentiment is is really killing me, and we've been debating this here in the office as well. Like, what 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 is missing from the gold sector? Like, if you, if you want to take a macro view, if you, if you look at the producers, they're not really paying a dividend yield. Like, they're paying maybe three percent, while the oil companies, for example, are paying six seven percent in terms of dividend. Like, is is that maybe a problem holding us back? Like, why are we not of interest? Like, people understand that the U.S. and that's the main market everybody's following. Obviously, is going to be printing two trillion dollars very soon. Right, just create two trillion dollars out of nowhere for their stimulus package and, and and infrastructure spending. Hopefully, right? Like, what are we? What are the gold miners doing wrong? Or what are we doing wrong? And I, as I said, I'm in corporate communications. What are we doing wrong to attract interest? That's a good question. Basically, uh, this sector have made a lot of stupid things. And investors need a Show me, don't tell me stories and tell me truth and facts and tell me what, how big is, will be your cash flow next year. And you will give me a dividend or you will make a buybacks, M&A, but gold miners need real projects, good management, and the market will reward. That's easy. Check, for example, uh, I don't know. Mineral Alamos, they did it, and the company did well. It's easy, but you have to have a real project and execute. Yeah. Now that makes sense, and I think that the miners have been struggling with it. But now that we're in a defla or an inflationary environment, shouldn't the miners be taking on more debt? Like they, they, they're obviously like miners seem to be doing always the opposite of what they should be doing. Right when it was a deflationary environment, they should have like got rid of the debt. Like now they don't have debt where they should have debt. Like, do you want? To, let's just as for an example, if you want to see Barry take on a couple billion dollars of worth of debt and just buy a bunch of assets to boost their uh, asset base, for example, is that something you would uh, see? Uh, would, would that excite you? That, that that's exactly the problem. In in any equity investors feel that it's it's bull cycle. Every company will go bananas and go nuts and will take debt and buy a lot of crap around the world. Yeah. And that's not the, the way. Companies need to focus on what they have now, uh, make uh, uh, mines more efficient, more free cash flow, and then talking about growth. Yeah. That says how every uh, sector uh, works exactly yeah no it's true it's true and i, I want to actually money cb reinvested i personally don't care too much about dividends but i know uh big bigger institutions pension funds <laughs> they need the dividends to show their three four yeah. percent annual returns right that they have guaranteed in in their contracts right yeah um uh, you want to talk more on other comment other commodities we, we can commodities? do that yeah let's, let's take a look at the base metals for example or, or so let's stay mm -hmm. on precious for one more second Let, let's talk silver um, like, how do you categorize silver in that regard? And like, we've, we've talked gold the whole time. Like, but what is silver? What is silver doing? Well, since day one, uh, I didn't trust a silver squeeze. I didn't trust. I, I think uh, that's a, a stupid move to try to 
uh, fight against the banks and JP Morgan and all, a, a lot of conspiracy theories. Uh, I, I hate it. I hate it. I don't like it too much. But, well, my favorite company and my biggest position is uh, Adriatic, which is a silver company. So, <laughs> I, 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 I'm happy if it's silver rice, but it's okay for me. Yeah. Well, well, Adriatic is pulling me. Aren't all the metals in Adriatic some almost of similar value, or is silver the main one still? It's it, it, uh, they have uh, all the all, all the table with all the elements. You have uh, copper, gold, silver, lead. It's everything, even buried. <laughs> it's, it's chromium, cadmium, and all the good stuff as well, I guess. Right? <laughs> arsenic, everything, everything, Every, all, everything you need. Oh, fantastic. We're going to talk about stock selection in a second. We're going to talk about your top picks okay. too. So stay tuned for that when Adrian talks about those. But uh, so silver didn't trust in that. Like, do you have a, a forecast of where silver is trending? Is there, do you have a, a feel for it? Or are we going to stay around that $26 level? With uh, 27, 26, I'm very happy. Yeah. Okay. And, and what will happen? We don't know. It's an industrial commodity. In, in, that's the reality. It's an industrial commodity with a, a lot of supply coming from a byproduct from gold mines or copper mines or zinc mines. So that, that's the truth. And the truth is that there are not imbalance and no deficits in, in the reality. Maybe some people try to squeeze the market and buy a lot of physical silver from ETFs and like the stuff, but um, if it rise, I'm happy. Yeah, well, I, I, I'm uh, not I don't either, right? It's just, it, it's really interesting. Um, now let, let's talk about base metals as well, real quick. Let, let, while we're on that topic, let's see what, what could be driving the what, what's, a what is driving the metal prices right now, and what could well, be driving it in the future, right? I, I will tell you. Uh, I will tell you that my currently my favorite commodities are gold, oil. Nickel and Cooper. Okay. That's are my favorite uh, com commodities. And I will tell you why. Uh, I would like to talk especially about uh, all the electric vehicles and battery metals uh, narratives around. Well, I think uh, the encouragement on, of green, green stuff. Also, I believe that uh, a lot of hype is created on the mining side by promotion. Yeah. For example, I hate lithium. Yeah. But and I'm quite, quite pessimistic about the electric car. But I think because I think the adoption course will be slower than people think. But that's the difference between lithium and nickel. Okay, uh, just a one minute uh, review. In lithium, the annual demand is three hundred thousand tons. Okay, yearly, and companies are expecting uh, around seven hundred one million by uh, twenty twenty five. That's an um, 400, 700 in Christ. Okay. Last month, I did a research uh, counting all the expansion plans and mine construction plans. Serious plans, I mean. Producers, uh, projects with a feasibility study, not uh, garbage in the desert. No, yeah. real projects. I counted around 650 more supply. Yeah. So, where's the lithium hype then? <laughs> you, there are tons of lithium in Chile, in Australia. Now now they are finding lithium in Europe, in Spain, <laughs> Portugal, in, in Mali, in Congo. 
come on. Uh, yeah, lithium is not a, is not a scarce, like, a, a, would you even call it a metal, right? It's not even, it's not scarce, it's the processing. So companies are actually more chemical companies, right? It's yeah. about the processing of the of it right and and i like and i'm also like i'm in the same position there i'm not a big fan of lithium because i know there are four big players and i think with oracobra it's five maybe now but they can turn on the faucet and all of a sudden you have more lithium production like mm -hmm. they, it's easy for them to scale up lithium production so i was like yeah, i'm not exactly. too excited about it so that's my main exactly. reason for it as well and then you have a the nickel situation it's, it's the opposite the main sector is focused on stainless steel Last year, demand was around uh, 2.4 million tons. If I, if you assume, uh, I don't know, 300, 400 increase at uh, 2025, it's a uh, 12, 13 uh, increase. It's it, and that is a um, lower than people expect and research and broker research and companies, all talking about the higher rates. But with this low growth rate, you have a, that, a 300, 400. And if you check supply, supply is far more constrained. Lithium is extremely abundant, but nickel is so rare. Uh, last decade, uh, there has not been any big greenfield discoveries outside maybe Indonesia. Again, my research uh, told me that uh, there are only a, only a few sulfide mines coming and few real companies. Horizontal Minerals, Centaurus, Ivanhoe, Kingash in Russia, yeah. some Aussies, uh, Blackstone in Vietnam, and some mines depleting as Nova in Australia, uh, disasters as, as uh, Goro in New Caledonia. Even with Indonesia laterites increasing supply, I think uh, the world could, could only add around a uh, Three, four hundred by 2025. So maybe we have a good supply and balanced market next year. But in the long term, with even with a low low growth rate and all the supply, no, and taking account no delays, full production, no problem, couldn't keep the pace. Yeah, that's the difference. No, that makes that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, nickel discoveries you don't hear too much. Like Blackstone, as you mentioned, is one that pops into mind as well in in Vietnam. Uh, I think Vali made a recent discovery. I think it was Vali in, in Indonesia, right? Um, and that's not even Blackstone. It's not a real discovery. The, the, it's a brownfield. The, the, the yeah. past uh, owners discovered the, the mine, I think, uh, 15 years ago. Yeah. Yeah, that's true, actually. It's been it's been a mine in production, and they're expanding it. So, interesting. Mm -hmm. um, so, we covered base metals. We covered gold, silver, to a degree. Let, let's talk about, like, how, how, are, how do you pick companies? Like, and let's talk mm -hmm. about a couple of your top picks. Let's first talk about how do you pick them. You, you, you sort of hinted at some of the criteria already, but let, let's maybe nail it down to three key criteria. Like, what, what, how do you choose a okay. company? Well, I, my investment philosophy is poor bottom-up fundamental analysis uh, with a constant eye on the macro view and the outlook on commodity prices. I'm open to any kind of idea in any commodity. And, well, my criteria is, it's very simple. Uh, I'm like a Queen's Road investment. They say, buy uh, developers with good assets, good management, and good price. That's all. I didn't invent uh, the wheel. It's nothing special, but uh, people uh, prefer to buy speculative uh, explorers in Tanzania or uh, some 
some bumper stocks, honestly. Yeah. Pump stocks. <laughs> no, there, there's some interesting jurisdiction companies floating around out there. That's for sure. So, but as you said, so, so you're focused more on the developer space in general, then, yeah. Right. So, which is easy. It's somewhat proven. You know, if it becomes a mine or not, right? Yeah. I, I, I mean, well, I, I love adding some, some explorers with good line or some cheap, uh, or or some cheap producers. But I, I'm my favorite companies are uh, developers. Let's talk about your top picks then. You you, you mentioned a yeah. couple names already. So uh, are those your top picks as well? Yeah, my three biggest uh, stock picks are um, Adriatic Metals, Mineral Alamos, and uh, Blackstone Minerals. Okay, that's my top three: Polymetallic, Gold, and Nickel. And uh, if you just see, uh, all all have a similar. Different approach, but uh, same philosophy. Good asset uh, with a good team behind. I mean, Paul Cronin is amazing guy. Dag, well, Dag, Dag, Dag is a <laughs> special character in his own. Yeah. Um, and you know, you can buy it all very cheap. Yeah, they've come that, back. Like uh, I know Minera Alamos is back at fifty cents, fifty-one cents today. So I'm a shareholder as well. So uh, I'm biased, obviously. But yeah, they they have come back, and and in my opinion, they are cheap. Like all the all the and three companies you mentioned, right? And they are real projects that you know will be built in the next uh, in the next year and in the next two years. Yeah. But people prefer to buy uh, uh, some complicated porphyries with. Which need a block caving operations in in Mongolia or some some stuff like that. No, that's yeah. I'm just looking at the question because we got quite a few questions and the YouTube chat is quite uh, quite busy. So uh, let's get to some of them because there there are good ones. And one of them on Twitter, for example, was uh, how do you feel about Spain as a mining jurisdiction? Uh, uh, non go. No go. Really? Uh, no. No. No, uh, the last uh, last week, uh, Fraser Institute uh, survey found that Spain is the five worst country for a mining uh, investment. Wow, <laughs> five worst. Do you remember where Germany was on that? Uh, no, sorry. No. Are we even on there? <laughs> no, but Are we? Did we even make the list? Because I, I I feel very similar about Germany. So. Yeah, it's very problematic. Uh, permitting processing in Spain is very difficult. Well, you you, you could you could uh, build one in uh, in the south, maybe in Andalusia, but uh, in other parts of Spain it's impossible. Yeah, in, uh, it's a total shame because uh, last year I read a book called um, "The Romance of Mining." It's a book from uh, nineteen years. Yeah, from 1905, I think. Yeah. And, and it was wrote by a, a British mining guy. And, and he said, Spain is the most promising country in Europe for mining. But uh, they want to develop the assets until they have a good administration. And, well, we, we keep waiting. We keep waiting a good uh, administration. So, yeah. <laughs> Don't invest in mining in Spain. Yeah, uh, we we got a couple of questions about yourself personally. Like as as you are a gen setter, right? You're gen set. Uh, a is like, how do you see yourself develop in this sector? Like, what's your plan? 
right? And uh, it's trying to find the second part of the question. And uh, what would you choose another career if you if you were not in mining? What what else would you do? That's an interesting question. Uh, oh, that's a very very good one. Well, um, if not in mining, I would go to history. History. I really love. Uh, yeah, I I really love uh, history and philosophy. Yeah. So I would go maybe to a uh, something re related with uh, Greeks and Romans. Okay. Yeah. That, okay, that makes sense. Uh, Especially uh, like up up there, like Santiago de Compostela. There's a lot of history and yeah. Oh, it's yeah. And you you went to university there. Fantastic. Alrighty. And and where do you see myself in ten years? As Pete uh, say. Well, um, that, that's a good one too. Um, I will say something like in Canada with a gold mine in Latin America or working with, in a royalty company or resort fund and of course uh, married with a Czech woman and with a boat in the Caribbean. That's Yeah, you got to have that. You got to put that in a on a PowerPoint <laughs> slide and print it out. I think that's a that's a, no. You got to have some vision, right? So that's great. And I think the mining industry offers that opportunity, right? So let's let's hope we get through this pandemic quicker and 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 soon, so we can actually like see each other at conferences as well. Adrian, it, it's it, it's been a true pleasure having you on this podcast. It's been fantastic chatting with you. Thanks for coming on. We need to do these more often, obviously. Um, I really appreciate your insights. Uh, interesting how you pick stocks, and of course, I like picking your brain as a, as a gen as a zoomer, right? So, I uh, really like to pick your brain, like on, on how you look at things, what your perspective on certain things is. So, you're obviously in mining, so you're just as black-hearted as I am, obviously, but. Uh, and uh, masochistic maybe as well in this sector investing, <laughs> right? But it, it's been a true pleasure talking to you. I really appreciate you doing or, or doing, giving your first international interview with us. So really appreciate that. Yeah, I, I was very, very nervous, honestly. Yeah. And, and thank you very much uh, for uh, for your time and for this opportunity. Fantastic. I really enjoyed we'll, it. We'll, we'll do it again soon, Adrian. I promise you that. And maybe we'll do it over a beer or something or maybe here in Vancouver. So fingers crossed. On I that, like that. Right? Fingers crossed. <laughs> um, really appreciate everybody tuning in. This was an uh, SF Live episode 143 with Adrian Godesh. He's the go he's the jefazo at Godesh Research. He's the big <laughs> boss there. Uh, he, he runs an acad investing academy. He has a weekly podcast in Spain uh, with over 10,000 weekly listeners. So make sure to, to, to look at Godesh research.com sign up to his newsletter if you're our spanish language of course but it, he's got some really great ideas really appreciate him coming on so make sure to follow him he's also at the godas uh, the underscore godas on twitter uh that's how we connected originally that's how we got to know each other that was through twitter so really appreciate that as well and uh, thanks for watching thanks for tuning in follow us on youtube follow us on twitter of course hit that little like and subscribe button and smash that uh, little bell icon too that way you get notified when we go live with another update and you won't miss anything thanks so much we'll be back on monday happy weekend and uh, we'll see you all then. Enjoy it. And, and that's it.